0: All right, we are live. I'm
1: going to screen and share and.
2: drag the video over onto your
1: screen.
0: Hang on. Oh, there's Charles. Now he can run the show.
2: What? You got lucky. (laughs) I was
3: struggling. (laughs) What's up, Stoney? How's it going? We're just going to skip all that uh, intro stuff since I'm late to the party and I didn't realize I was even going to have to run this stuff. Um, you've had a busy season already. Um, you were with us at, the uh, Pullers Championship. Uh, how was your weekend there?
4: Uh, it was good overall. Um, uh, we ended up with a fourth overall. Like, I think we got third, to, uh, Friday night and I think sixth on Saturday night. So, ended up fourth overall. Was, was very happy for, uh, the competition that we had there. So, I was very pleased to be there. And I think it's a great venue. I'm looking forward to it next year
3: what'd you guys say uh, your, your partner in the the
4: OBS truck too is that's is that your is that your dad uh the hooking for the cure you mean yeah yes yes that is my dad uh that's a we bought that truck it was of course totally different when we bought it and we were going through a paint job with it and uh, my mom had uh, just been a, a survivor of breast cancer so we made that in in honor of her so she's about I think a nine-year survivor now awesome that is
3: awesome i'm I'm glad to hear that uh do, do you do I have any other uh, tie-ins with the truck as far as you know charitable outreach or, or showing the truck or
4: well we we have we've showed it just a few times and it, i mean it it most time makes the banners for a lot of our local pools that you know that's that's on our banner the flyer i think that y'all got for the pool that we're here talking about tonight but uh <clears throat> the main thing we did is uh all of our shirt sales have always went uh, have went straight back to uh, breast cancer uh, research. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Hell,
2: I wish I'd have known that. I'd have dropped for a couple of shirts while I was there.
4: Well, that's we, we'll hope you get a chance to do that again some other time. Uh, I will plan on it. Yeah, sounds good.
3: We'll, we'll get an opportunity. We'll see you all at uh, at Shide probably right.
4: Well, and it's according to he doesn't run the full circuit. Uh, you know, we run more with it on the regional circuit and uh you know but uh i'd like to get him to that point uh he really needs to stretch that truck he's given up uh, about 18 inches of wheelbase and he yeah. just hasn't decided he wants to do that yet but you know time will tell
3: so that's an interesting thing too like you know there, there's a class maximum and there's certainly something to be said for it but i mean we've seen shorties work it it can um yes. what are the some of the battles you fight in terms of setting the truck up to, to
4: make it work with that short wheelbase well, his driving style was a lot different than mine to start with, so you know that's uh, we just kind of uh, kind of let him do his thing, uh, play with air pressure. Some he's running DOT tires, and but we get on. He has uh, just last year in uh, June of last year, um, he beat all of us uh, down here at Lexington, Tennessee. Uh, it was a track that was a little wetter, and so the cut tires didn't work good. And he was he drove it right out to the end you can see the smile on his face where he went down through there.
3: Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Um, you guys kind of chased it a little bit of TPC, you know, got lucky, got test hook, had to, had a drop with it. and
4: Yes. Well, and, and, you know, you know, start out saying, you know, my dad's 78 years old. Uh, so, you know, uh, just to have him out there and doing it is a, is a great thing. And, and, uh, there's still, as, as we've developed this engine and, done some changes for him um it's made it a a little different for driving and so we had a we had a conversation saturday um about how to how to deal with the horsepower he's got he got the horsepower so just how to how to get it to hook up to the ground and so he had a lot better run saturday night i thought after but when he got out there he did uh the engine died on him and we had a starter wire ground out so, we had to pull, start it, and bring it back around, but still made a good hook after that was all over with.
3: So, are you, is it, is it open driveline at this point, or is there still a, it's, like a,
4: it is still an open driveline. It's a three six truck. It's a, it's a fully built motor. It's just that we never have stretched the frame. So, gotcha. It is a three six, you know, pro stock diesel truck, just, just still don't run in DOTs and not running the pull wheelbase.
3: Gotcha. You know what I've seen uh, there was a guy who had uh, all truck challenge in uh dragway 42 and I'm having a, a Bubby Payne is his name. Ran a short bed truck, even shorter than that on cut tires and made it work. So, you know, throw the rubber on there. Let's see what happens.
4: That's right. That's right. And that's, you, gotta you know, know. we we've, we've we've talked about playing with different things and I kind of leave that decision up to him, you know, when he decides that he wants to do that. I think when he gets to where he he feels like he can handle it. You know, some of the things he struggled with and, and going through there, he may do that and he may not. You know, he's just enjoying having fun. And, and to get to be go to pools and spend time with him at this point is really the most important thing. That's what it's all about. Yeah. you got an event coming up
3: uh, here in uh, June 10th and 11th uh, at Jackson, Tennessee. Talk about what you
4: got going on. Yeah, this weekend we've got a two-day pool in Jackson, Tennessee, uh, it's at the fairgrounds there, so it's a great facility. It's a track that's an established track. It's, it's not really used for anything else but tractor, uh, truck, and tractor pulling once a year. Uh, got a great grandstands. We've got uh, six classes of vehicles that are going to pull there, along with a couple of unsanctioned, you know, unsanctioned classes. I think we're going to run a what is considered a farm class down here, a 12 mile an hour farm class, and I think some street diesel trucks. Along with the six PPL classes that we're gonna be running.
3: Gotcha. Uh so what
2: fans uh, what get a, to have the drive shaft show.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> so fans get to have the dri- the welcome to the drive shaft show with the local trucks.
4: The, with the street trucks, that's yeah, yeah maybe at least one or two of those. That's right. That's what's always fun. Now it's a party. <laughs> that's exactly right.
3: It, it, a little tip to every promoter out there who's gonna do that uh kind of a kind of a class. You need to really get a sponsorship from your local auto parts store because I guarantee you on Monday morning they're going to sell some some u joints, some yokes, some inputs. You know the, there'll be a there'll be demand locally after that's over. There will be tangible benefit. Yeah, tangible immediate, benefit. immediate. business. You're going to make money on this deal. <laughs> immediate
5: ROI, and even is. better yet, if you bring it in the enclosed trailer to the pole.
0: <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> It, it it is it is interesting to see, but it's always you know, it's a crowd pleaser because I mean it's everybody comes to see you know the PPL trucks and, and tractors, but it's fun watching the local boys get out there and play.
3: Yep, it sure is. Yeah, every everywhere I go where they do a class like that, I mean they you know the, the loudest cheers are for you know whoever it is that everybody knows and they they just blow it up. I mean they people love that. I'm Thinking about some uh, kind of some straight. of
2: my old hometown polls.
3: Yes, yes. Some of the hometown polls back here in Michigan, and and the yeah. guys who do blow it up, I mean, they'll dine out for weeks on that. I mean, their beer tab is picked up because they yep. can tell the story.
4: I <laughs> yeah. agree. Right,
5: we had a we had a local poll one time that, I uh, uh, was about an hour away, and there was some guy working construction all the way from like Arkansas, I think it was. Half-ton crew cab Chevy decided he was putting it in the class and pulling it. And uh, everybody just cringed because you could watch the whole thing just flexing like this. And it's like, (laughs) he's got a long ways to go home if he breaks down. Where was that? That was up in Greenfield.
3: Mm. Two years ago. There's the event flyer. Uh, Stoney, as far as both competitors and fans, is there a certain uh, gate or way they, way they need to approach this to, to get in, uh, whether you're uh, pulling in it or just going to watch?
4: If, you, if you're pulling in it, we do have a back entrance to the pits, and uh, it, it should be well-marked. But uh, this fairgrounds this is right on uh, U.S. Highway 45, so it's a four-lane road there, well-marked. Uh, it's pretty easy to get in. It will be some traffic, it, you know, but they most of the time have some people there. Um, I'm sorry, I was reading reading that down through there. Um, yeah, you can answer, but, Adam. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Um, but it's pretty easy to get in. Uh, it's got plenty of parking for people, and like I said, uh, a big tall grandstand, so we've got plenty of room for spectators. But we've got uh, good parking for for the pullers that want to come. And the only difference is, is you'll, you'll make a turn and go back down a little side, a smaller side street, but still plenty enough to get, we get 18 wheelers in there all the time. So we've not had any issues where that's concerned. So again, I'm going to answer that question real quick. Cause I, it was funny. Somebody told me about the video of that. And, you know, the an announcer was saying that the throttle was stuck. That's just my daddy's driving style. And, I heard that <laughs>
3: well, no, and that was that was me as the announcer so i'll take the blame was there
4: it? okay yeah well, and that's what it sounded like it was really funny because it really sounded like that and i was standing at the start end, and i heard it and it was really funny because i was looking at some fans and they were cringing and I, I just grinned i said well he wanted to make sure it was spun out that's all uh, it, yeah. and i think where uh. that came from i think where that came from back back on some of the earlier engines we run in there especially where we wasn't spinning out as hard and you would kind of lug down he would choke it down and then that would become hard to crank back up and get off the track so he's not quick to just chop that throttle and when he spins out he just basically is basically making sure it's spun out and then pulls the throttle back from there
3: gotcha so actually that that leads to something interesting because we see that a lot on the on it doesn't matter what class it is if it's diesel Guys will get to the end of the run and they'll push in the clutch pedal, but they're burping that throttle and and feeding it some fuel. They're not just going hands off. Talk about how that how an engine can load up like that and and it'll want to kill it, and then you can't restart it. Well, if
4: if if you're hooked up well, and that's what the ultimate goal is, you know you're going to get down to the end. Well, I mean, hopefully you spin out, but sometimes you're still going to load up as that load comes on. And those RPMs fall a little bit, yet at the same time, you're still giving it full throttle. You know, you'll get an excess amount of fuel. So, it's kind of the same way when we start them up. We have to start them up with the fuel keel out and then push the keel in once it's once it's spinning over on ether. Well, it's the same deal. It, it You will get that. And I, most of the time, my truck will do that. And you'll have to play with that throttle a little bit or the fuel keel. You can do either one. Uh, you can kind of just pull that keel out for a second and push it back in. But it'll have a loaded fuel, so the best I can describe it to is a, is driving a car with a choke on. That's it. very similar gotcha. to what it's like.
3: Makes a lot of sense. Talk about your program. Uh, you you got a you got a nice round truck yourself.
4: Thank you. Uh, I uh, I stepped up into the into the Silver Series back in 2020 of all years, and uh, with this truck Oops. and yes, <laughs> yeah, short season. <laughs> But you know, we we made fun when had a good time with it and got, uh, started down a learning curve. It, you know, whatever that first pool was, I guess it would have been in uh, in Indiana um, that uh, that was basically replacing the Watson pool, when it was moved down to Indiana. And you know, that was my first time to ever drive. You know, with cut tires, everything else we'd always run was tires. Oh, really? Tire. Yes, yes. That was you know, and so that's been a learning curve for me. And then uh, just as of recently, I put a new set of cut tires on. And so we've started that learning curve again. Um,
3: Do you have the, uh, you have the new uh, Nichols front tires on yours?
4: That is correct. Yes. Those are the ones I'm running. Yep. They do work GoPro proven. They do work. They do. They do, but it does take a different driving style. And actually, been having that discussion just as a, even today, trying to learn a little bit more about because uh, I had them at uh, TPC. Um,
3: I missed and, that. Okay,
4: yeah, I had them at TPC. That that was my first time to have them on, and um, but we got down here this weekend on a little harder track than TPC was, and it taught me some things. I bounced. I bounced very hard uh the first night and had to get out of the throttle and i was past 100 foot so it affected my night that night but when you went from it's 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 been a i enjoy this truck i really do and it was a decision my wife and i made that we said we want to go do this for a while at a little bit higher level and but still try to support our regionals and that's why we wasn't at nashville this weekend was because i made the choice to stay down here and run with you know where where my daddy was running this weekend because we had a regional PPL pool down here, the same bunch yeah, that's pulling Saturday night this on Friday and Saturday night this weekend.
3: For those who are looking at this and 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 listening in and maybe are they're thinking they're they're a three zero puller and they're thinking about going towards three six, the bigger charger it's more power of course, but for them what would you tell them in terms of of driving style difference taking the power piece away, that's, that's a given just going from the DOTs, the, the 35 DOTs onto, onto the cuts.
4: Well, the first thing, and I already had the power in the first place. So I'd, I'd already, we were running the the bigger engine. So the first thing, the first time that I tried to drive exactly like I did my DOT tires, I found out how much quicker they would load up and how, how much quicker it would load that truck up. So the, the very first time that i went out with them you know when i went to go with the throttle on it didn't respond and it was just because it was just hooked up better you know so i guess the easiest thing to say is it's, it's going to require you to be on it quicker you know you're going to have the power but you also need to be on it quicker because once those tires hook up you know you're you're along for the ride if you've got the horsepower there
3: gotcha what other changes do you have to make? Uh, you know, is there, is there gear ratio change that goes with that as well? I mean, again, there's more power, but um, you know, tire diameter is different, contact patch is different.
4: Uh, a little bit of gear change, but really not a whole lot. We, I mean, we play with gear still to this day, a little bit, and we're still running close to the same overall ratio we were running when we we're running DOT tires. And you were just you were spinning them more. Yeah, you were getting, getting more stuff. track speed now. You, you were just spinning the others, trying to hope that you got that track speed, spin them fast enough, and get there, which they never did. Now you just you're just getting more of it to the ground.
3: I'm I'm going to ask you this question. You can feel free to dodge it if you want to. Um, what would you say ty- the the wheel speed is?
4: I uh, I really don't know the wheel speed. That's that's a question that I, I don't have a sensor on the wheel speed uh, or the ground. Uh, you know, but I do know that in Louisiana back in March, I think I hit 34 mile an hour going down the track.
3: Gotcha. And so was, assuming well, this, we can probably infer with a slip ratio, you're somewhere in the high 30s, low 40s probably. That's,
4: yeah, that's the one thing that, you know, we could put sensors on to know that, but I don't, I, I don't know that figure, but I do know we get more, more and more of the tracks and the sleds tell us what our mile priority is. And that's, that's a good thing to know. Cause I mean, and it's funny, it correlates most of the time to, yeah. to the winning distance. Fastest speed ends up being the winning distance a lot of the time.
3: We don't hear a lot about pulling Louisiana. What's it like going down there on that track?
4: Well, we love Louisiana. And um, I think next year it will be a uh, points pool for Mid South. I hope it is. Uh, they put on a great show, they're a great host down there. And um, it's a, so it's similar. It's a red dirt, red sandy ish dirt. So it's a pretty good biting track, and that's why I think that I got the speed that I got. Same tires, same – oh, actually, better tires when it came to TPC, but uh, I would bet that we didn't have that track speed then. Gotcha.
3: Adam's right on. This is three, six guys, you guys are all all yeah. pretty tight and uh, help each yeah. other out. I see that too.
4: That's – well, and I, yeah, I'm glad he brought that up because that is – that's one of the things that I've come back and told everybody else. I've told folks to come go with us from day one, from the first time that I went to that very first pool, they welcomed me in and they worked on my truck the same way. You know, it don't matter who it is. Everybody, everybody's helping everybody. And then just, let's try to beat you out on track. And they're still cheering for you. Even if, you know, you know, when it boils down to it, they like to win, but they like to see you do good too. So, I mean, and, most places, if it's a two-day pool, you're going to see our whole bunch sitting eating together after the pool's over with.
3: I know that's right. All right. Give us a rundown uh, on your event there. Uh, Jackson, Tennessee, coming uh, this weekend, June 10th and 11th, 7 o'clock, both nights. Uh, what can uh, Give everybody the 30-second the, the elevator speech on it.
4: So we'll have pro-stock diesel trucks. I think the flyer got printed wrong, showed that it is limited pro. We'll have pro-stock diesel trucks. We'll have... Uh, you may have to help me there a little bit with that flyer. We have uh, light limited super stock tractors. We're going to have super farm tractors. And I know yep. we're going to have two wheel drive trucks and there should be two others there on the class list. What, what did I miss there on that?
3: Supermod four wheel drive, which will be the, uh, is that the, like the, the
4: 671 blown trucks? That is right. Now they will pull the way it's set up right now. They're going to pull on on uh, Saturday night. The diesel trucks are going to, so those two classes are kind of swapping out. So the diesel trucks are supposed to go on friday night saturday night the super modified four-wheel drives
3: are you going to uh you know suggestion maybe for next year uh hold hold the winners over from each side and throw down on a grudge blower versus diesel
4: you'll find that interesting that's really uh down here in the mid-south because we don't have a large number of diesel trucks and we don't have a large number of the blower trucks either one the last two years we have run those together and Awesome. Tried to make it work and, you know, played with weights and everything else. And, you know, but the last two years has been that way. We've separated it out this year. And the super mods this year, they've got a kind of a different class. They're running the stretch trucks now. You, you have to run a different blower speed, but they run the stretch truck.
3: So, if, if I, so, actually, on that note, so if you're short wheelbase, you're 871, stretch truck, you're six. Is that
4: right? Something like that. I don't yeah. know the exact rules, but something like that. I know they're they're allowing you got to run less of a charger, you know, less of a supercharger than than you do on the short trip.
3: Gotcha. Well, thank you, Stony, for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll uh, let you get on with your evening, and uh, we'll bring in Kyle Matcham to talk about his hook next.
4: Thank you very much. We appreciate y'all. Ah,
3: thanks, man. Thanks, Stoney. Thank you, thank you. Stoney.
1: Kyle, what's up? What's up? Cool. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, we can.
3: How's how's life in uh, East Ohio? Uh, It's going.
1: I uh, I seem to have lost my voice over today. So, I
3: was gonna say I can't. I yeah, I I can hear that. (laughs) What a time to have an interview, right? Right. Yeah. Oh.
2: (laughs)
1: We'll try to God, Kyle,
2: I think we're going to make this one an extra long segment, too.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm so already, many, I'm already so outspoken to begin with, and I lose my voice.
3: <laughs> how many guys did you have to yell at on
1: the starting line or in the staging lanes to lose your voice this weekend? Um, not not really too much at all, to be honest. <laughs> we had a four day race, and then uh, I was working on trying to get some of the track set up um so we were tag teaming a four-day drag race and uh getting some stuff set up on the pulling track side of things for this cup coming the weekend
3: what uh what race did you guys have in town
1: um yeah, it was called the ace ohio events so it was uh a triple 20 grander bracket race twenty thousand to win each day so there was wow. a little over 400 cars on property yeah. and, um, you start at 8 a.m and you know, you hope to finish right around midnight each day. So a lot of rounds of racing and tight, tight bracket racing with very uh, very little margin from the start line to the finish line. You know how that goes.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, this week, uh, I think actually tomorrow or today starts uh, Summit Midwest Drag Week. Are you guys a stop on the tour this year?
1: Yes. All right. We are stopped three on uh thursday they they kick off the actual event tomorrow down uh, near cincinnati and then they go to uh, indiana on wednesday and then back to ohio come to visit dragway 42 on thursday and then they head back to uh edgewater down in cincinnati to conclude the week so excited to have that uh come up to the facility it's pretty cool um, challenge more or less
3: is anybody live streaming that deal um, like they do with like you know um, Rocky mountain drag week or hot rod drag week
1: yeah I believe so they have it on uh I believe it'll be on YouTube to watch live stream each day to my knowledge gotcha. uh, I haven't Oops. seen the link yet but I believe that it's uh will be live streamed and is this the same event that
2: loans and uh uh Freiburger call
3: I don't no, think they are involved with it no
0: okay yeah, so okay that's not
1: right. yeah it's a different it's a different spinoff this one is um just a different there's there's a couple of them now there's hot rod drag week there's sick week there's uh this I'm at Midwest Drags and uh rocky rocky mountain top I believe it is out west so yep there's been a couple of them and they
3: all seem to do pretty well. So I've been to your track. You guys have one heck of a sled bone facility. Nice double track. Um, it's, it's a picturesque place to go. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, and, and Kyle, you can cut me off on this one, but uh, if you really want some interesting photographs, go down the retention pond, stand down there, and uh, you'll get some real bird's eye stuff that's kind of cool. But uh, it's a good event. Uh, what do you got coming here this weekend?
1: So we got a two-day poll, um, both Friday and Saturday. Um, we have the Tri-State Mini-Rods, uh, five COTPC truck classes, and a 9,500-pound hot farm tractor class on Friday night. And then on Saturday, we have the uh, Ohio State Tractor Pullers Association. They will be bringing uh, two-wheel drive trucks, pro-stock tractors, um, modified tractors, uh, the pro stock semis and the limited pro three Oh diesel trucks as well. So, um, Oh, this will be the first points hook for everyone on Friday night. And then on Saturday, this is the, the second weekend for Ohio state, but they, uh, last weekend, they had two events and on Friday and Saturday, but, um, the two wheel drive trucks and the three oh limited pro diesel, they kick off their point series this upcoming Saturday. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing everyone after a not busy off season, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of even though it was off season, there wasn't very many either weekends no. off or they were fighting a lot of challenges with with trying to get their stuff back together and parts. And that's still sort of Rear in its ugly head, and I, I think it's unfortunately not going to end at any time soon. But everyone's battling the same, the same battles, and that's about
3: it. That Friday night, the Tri-State Mini Group—that's going to be some of the mini classes that you see at Shipshawana um, this past winter, and and we'll see again for that event. And uh I don't know if Mike is going to come out with it's no joke, but the. Uh, you know, he had that bad racket at Chipsy and, and he recovered from that. The new chassis out there. He's got a hit on it. And uh, I don't know if he's coming to your event. I hope he does. Um it'd be cool to see um the twin turbo L S back out there with, with a new frame under it.
1: Yeah, I'm not totally sure. I worked with a couple local mini rod guys on, on this event too. I know they're they're close with him. I haven't heard that he's gonna come down, but yeah, it's a bit of a haul and certainly get that. Back
3: what else coolest. you got coming uh, this summer? I mean, not pulling track and just gonna sit there for this. You know, you got other events coming um, throughout your calendar. What else you got coming?
1: Um, we have for the next couple of months. It's primarily drag racing. We had a we had a monster truck event in May on the dirt track, and some uh, upcoming races we got. Typically, we race every weekend, Thursday through Sunday, if not more. Private rentals and stuff like that, but. We have a Ford race coming up the following weekend after the polls. Uh, Another big one here. Low budget, decent hanging out bracket race after that. Uh, Nostalgia, rockin' race. Um, Three days of pre-72 and older. Drive race cars, so all nostalgia. All old school, no two steps. Larry Dixon is actually going to be bringing his two-seater. Nice. Really. He has someone signed up, bought the the package more or less, and they want to go down. That's cool. Be doing that.
0: If
3: you if you got if you haven't been to Dragway Forty Two and you remember it the old way when they they ran from the road back in into the back end of the property it's it's all been redone uh, they they run from the back end of the property out toward Forty Two now it's smooth it's picturesque natural earth berm uh, seating beautiful place lighting's excellent are you are you guys concrete all the way to the to the thirteen
1: twenty now we have we're a little we're like set right around 700 feet is concrete and the rest is uh a tri layer asphalt that they laid down uh actually just two weeks ago was our 50 year anniversary of being open under the new remodel driveway 42 has been around since 72.
3: Mm. yeah um, if you haven't been there in a while, it's worth your while to go out to the facility. It's it's beautiful. They've done a they've done a great job um revitalizing and, and revamping that place. So plenty of space, nice, nice venue. You guys have done a good job.
1: Nice. Yeah, we're mom, dad, and myself are always trying to continuously improve on the facility every time we come out there. Hopefully see something different, something better. But we're always trying to make it better. Um we're currently in process of putting up uh, four large, uh, musco lighting on the drag racer pit side. Um, so more light in the pits on that side. And we're also working on two, two poles and an announcer booth, a, a full announcer booth on the dirt track side. And, um, oh, heck
3: yeah. That'd be a nice upgrade over there too. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. The light poles came out of, uh, Former Mansfield Motor Speedway. Unfortunate that we're seeing a, a track closed, but um, when the opportunity arose to purchase the lighting, it worked out uh, in our favor to get those and. and we
5: appreciate up. we appreciate the lighting. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes photography and tractor pulling. But for yeah, tractor pulling track there, it, it, it was never bad. I mean. You know
1: you guys had good lighting as it was yeah we were we, we were sort we sort of were able to piggyback off of some of the drag track lighting and then we have uh, we're currently using uh, portable lights but there's some you're always going to have some dead spots and um, you know we can piggyback off the drag track and add some more poles and then put some portable lights in areas that uh Still get dead spots. The more we can, more we can get it lit up, the better. I know it. photographers and uh, videographers uh, appreciate lighting.
3: Yeah, heck yeah. Anything we, else you want to throw in? I'll I'll let you save your voice. But uh, if there's anything else you want to add in,
1: no, that's it. Um, both both days the gates open at four o'clock. Um, on Friday, the poll start at seven. Uh, Saturday, the polls start at Um Open pits, free pits, every ticket's a pit pass. Um, children each day, children five and under are free. Um, on Friday, uh, adults are 15, kids six through 12 are $5. And on Saturday, adults are 20, and kids six through 12 are $10. Um, we do. If you go to driveway42.com, there is online ticket sales. Obviously, we'll also sell tickets at the gate. Um, there's still some uh, trackside infield parking and some VIP parking up there, and some new this year that we're working on with SmokingSpeed.tv is is a live stream. I know there's been two events this year already that i would have liked to have made and i watched the live stream instead so i decided if i'm gonna have an event someone else may want to watch it from the yeah. house or their shop and get some buddies together and do that so 100 so that can also be purchased online
3: good deal i'll let you i'll let you conserve your voice man you got a busy week coming ahead with uh midwest drag week and then then this uh the spring showdown uh this june 10th and 11th at uh, dragway 42 west salem ohio I'll go out and check it out if you're in the area and you guys will have a good time i promise you that i appreciate
1: you guys
3: thanks kyle yep well while we wait for Mr. Greg Elsing to come in and talk about the American family children's hospital charity poll. What's everybody been up to?
2: Enough of that. Tell us about your
3: weekend. Um, this was a weekend of numbers. And, uh, we, 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 broke all of them except for, uh, on the drag strip, uh, in terms of overall, but, uh, Anything that could or would happen, I, I'm shocked at how it all came off. It was smooth, uh, it was easy. I'm not a fan of the multi-truck rule. I will say that I think it. I think it should be one truck does all events. Yep. But I got more sleep Saturday night at UCC <laughs> this year. Than I have gotten in the last two years combined because we didn't have to do all of that stuff. It uh, and it opened the door to some interesting stuff, you know. Um, Derek <coughs> lowered the UCC record down to a 474 on the drag strip. Not as fast as he's been. He's been a 444 at 171. Um, the Burkard team, DHD, they got their first four. They went a 496 and and backed it up with a couple of 499s. Uh, they did, uh, they did something I thought that had been forgotten about with the Hot Wheels car on the dyno on a Saturday, uh, doing that triple setup. We had had a conversation in the shop back in 2020 when I was working there. They wanted to run triples on the dyno. and so like, how do we fit this under the hood? And it's not gonna. And I thought about the, the Australian guys on drag week who had the, the twin chargers above the hood on their car. And I, I made a quick, you know, photoshop it wasn't intended to be a convincing photoshop it was just to illustrate an idea and took it to took it to the, i took it to the boys first and i figured i'd get laughed out of the building they're like no show dad and uh so i showed it to tony and he's like yeah call chris and see if we can get this passed and well that was 2020 we didn't have a ucc and 2021 we, they didn't do it. They played it safe. And I got a surprise about 10 days ago. I, I started getting phone phone photos from Tony that they were going to do the Hot Wheels car. So that was that was pretty awesome. Laid good numbers, 2,400 uh, on the rollers, highest for a Duramax, 3,000 plus torque. Um, and it lived. It was happy. They they went back and uh, took that all off with single charger back on and uh, went to uh, drag racing with ODSS and backed up their uh, pro street win. So good weekend for those guys. Uh, Nathaniel DeLong, who was the fastest diesel 4x4 on the planet uh, until Derek Rose stole it uh, last last month. He lowered his personal best. So uh, 6'4 power stroke can go a 470 in the eighth mile. Uh, Charlie Fish and Austin Denny were trading back the 6'0 record on the strip, they lowered it from somewhere in the uh, the high sixes down to, I think, 630s. Uh, we saw the first Billet six zero from Jesse Warren come out. It was on the dyno. It didn't, didn't do what he wanted it to do, but it ran down the pulling track. He did have some issues. He wasn't sure if it was electronic or, or mechanical. Um, we got to see the Headley truck, which is a DT-466. With compound chargers in action, if you're not out on the, you know, in the Eastern Ohio, West Pennsylvania area where they do the run with you, brung, you don't get to see that truck. It's freaking cool. We need to have him on the show. I have lots of questions, things I want to talk about, and they're super nice guys. They'll tell you anything. End um, of his run, he buzzed the tires harder than I've ever heard a four-wheel drive truck buzz them. And I had to run up to the window and say, hey, you know, do you mind telling me? You can tell me no, but tell me what the tire speed was when it was doing that. And he said it was 70 miles an hour. And on wow. four-wheel drive, yeah. that's upstairs. That's upstairs.
2: I saw you run up to the truck when I watched, uh, uh, was it Kill Devils? I think it was Kill Devil Diesel had the live stream on Sunday, and I re-watched it. And yeah. I saw you come charging out onto the track afterwards, and... They didn't have a great angle. They didn't have a real wide angle on it, and I wondered if it had me on fire or something. And no, running out there,
3: but no, it was just you being you. It was me being me. I I heard it, and I'm like, I gotta know. You know, it didn't just spin out like a four wheel drive. It it buzzed them in hard. And I was like, I got I gotta find out. I gotta know what this is. Um, and he told me, you know, and that's how those guys are. So we'll I'll work on that. We'll have to have that, um, for a future show. And we saw we saw everything. We saw a a sled pulling together that creation. We had Calvin Miller with a super stock. We had two six trucks. We had three O trucks. We had three six trucks. We had the UCC guys who did want to do one truck, three events um, out there. And you could spray nitrous and few of them did. Um, It's just it's it's a unique thing. I apologize. I feel bad that the track wasn't that great. It really fell apart. Um, I'm not taking anything away from the guys who did well. It's part of pulling that you get that hook order deal and they, they did what they were supposed to do. Um, but, but the track did, did come apart and, and it wasn't that, wasn't that great. And Something how about like Brian Chu? Yeah. Brian killed it. He, he, oh, him and, boy, him and his dad, John. And you know what? So there's 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 two teams where, the two truck the two truck rule. I can't root against them, and the shoes are one because the both those trucks came out of their shop, and actually three teams. Both those trucks came out of their shop. DHD, both those trucks came out of their shop. And in Derek Rose's case, the the pull truck that came in for him, Kevin Morrell, that first gen, that came out of their Derek's shop. They redid that thing. That's it's a Freedom Motor. Um, they went through the whole driveline, redid the turbo setup at Derek's place. That's a DNR customs truck. So I don't have a problem with that. Um, and I do appreciate, like I said, the extra sleep, but, uh, the, really the, the thing we got to talk about is what Justin Ziegler did. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. He he got the old, uh, Firepunk truck. It was Lawn's Pro Street and, to start, let's just start Justin got his first four in the eighth mile. Um, I believe he became he, he is the third driver in that truck to get a four, along with Josh Krugs and Levon himself. It was the I'm gonna say the eighth driver in Pro Street to do to do a four. Um, Burkhard's were the, the the seventh and the fifth chassis to do it this weekend. So it was cool to see that uh, barrier getting broken through, um, but what they did on the dyno, they took they took the single charger off and put compounds on it, and what Levon had to say about it was, it was a tune up he always wanted to try, but was too chicken shit to do himself, <laughs> and it's just a, it's just an orgy of numbers. They put it on drag radials, which shouldn't work on the dyno. It's always been four twenties. Did everybody? Smacks that big number with, and they decided to try a drag radial. Um, launched at 3100, which is higher than what Justin told me he was gonna. He was gonna, he wanted to bog it down to 2500 and then come upstairs. But when you do that, when you start that low, that's where you get your big torque number, and torque and horsepower both count for that event. But that's also where you launch a cylinder heads into the uh, air pattern for Indianapolis uh, Metro air- Airport for yeah. the airport, which is just south of the property. So he started at 3,100, swept it to 5725, which is not the rev limiter. He lifted early. It was 1.19 seconds on the sweep. Um, it's a 40, I believe it's a 48-inch drum roller. And the inertia of accelerating that drum from, I don't know what his takeoff tire speed was probably somewhere in the 70 mile an hour range ran it upstairs to about 175 the entire dyno moved forward four inches and when he lifted it jumped back to the whole trailer Um, 189 pounds of boost it burned six pounds of nitrous and uh, when those straps stretched and it pushed onto the front part of the roller he lifted and it snapped back he said, it "Hurt like hell." He had Levon go back in and check the data logger. the The reverse G's was one point oh one. Good night. <laughs> and he said, "Next year, if he does it, he left the belts loose." He's like, "I, I, you know, I thought I, all I was thinking about is it's just it's gonna blow up. I need to get out of this thing. I want the belts loose so I can get out." And uh, he said, "Next year, not only am I gonna pull them tight, I'm bringing my Hans in there. I'm gonna wear it."
2: That's probably not a bad call.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Adam's Adam's video is particularly good at showing just yes. how much violence Justin chose that day.
3: Absolutely. I was up in the tower, you know, trying to cover ODSS. We were doing, we were running eliminations at the point. Justin was last in the order for Dino. So I was tied up upstairs and I was up there, but uh, an indicator that a run is good is the the duration of it if it's quick you generally know that it's it's a good pass but that can also the duration can also be affected by what your window of rpm's is so if your ceiling is low you can have a quick pass but it's not big power if you're not going way upstairs the visual cue it was trying to pull the front tires off of the dyno when he hit it and when it snapped back like I turned and looked through through my right window into where um, Adam Blattenberg and everybody from Diesel World who's running the live stream, they were all set up, and that was their control room. We just looked at each other with eyes as big as dinner plates. Like, did that just happen? We hadn't even heard the number yet. It's like, that it's going to be huge, and it was. It, it really was. That's the second time that that chassis has
2: elicited that response to you. The other time was when you and I were standing next to one another when Levon took it into the sevens in the quarter.
3: Sevens in the quarter, and that same weekend they put the Sigma motor in it, and and Andrew and I, everybody else was backing away from the dyno, and the two of us are like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah." It was just like you know moth to a flame. It was awesome. the The last thing that uh, was really cool from the weekend that i saw was in pro modified um johnny gilbert with his 63 split window corvette had not ever been down the track he he fought it in testing tried to get the car ready for this week and uh, his first actual pass down the track was in qualifying on friday saturday goes all the way to the final round um in the final in a car he's been down the track now at this point eight times triple zero light just murders it. Um, The numbers weren't great down track, but he, he won. And the way that he won was not what he would have wanted. And it definitely wasn't what the Millers wanted. He was up against uh, the firepunk team and in, in the S 10 and Larson red lit 0.014. It was bittersweet because that's the last time we're going to see the world's fastest easel. The S-10 is getting retired. They have a new 70 carbon fiber body Dodge Dart going together. They'll be out this fall.
2: Oh, and that'll be really, cool.
3: I didn't know that. Yeah, it'll be really cool. I didn't know until it was time for the final. LeVon came upstairs and, and gave me the rundown and, and said, yeah, you know, let's mention this. And it was nice to see once I keyed the mic on and told everyone what was going on. And there's there's video and photos of it how how everybody just flocked to the starting line to try to document that and give that truck its send off you know it's it's the first in the threes it's it's not the OG pro Mod, but it's certainly the most well known well known so um, you know i watched that and i noticed that as soon as
2: the burnouts were done and they started staging it's like holy crap where did all of these people come from and why the heck are they there i didn't yeah. realize any of that
3: yeah, between between what Millers were doing with retiring their dog and and Johnny being his debut with the Corvette and going that far, I could not see either one uh, when they staged from my spot in the tower. I didn't get to see them until they went past the trees and came out of the crowd. It was it was a cool moment. Um, I'll, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little bit emotional too. It was it was a bit of a tearjerker. I've I've watched the Millers. And and Johnny too for the last year, uh, with with the battles and struggles and successes and failures that both those teams have had. It was it was one of those moments where I'm I'm not the show those guys are. I'm just the guy giving voice to it. And uh, when it was over, I kind of had to step back for a second and you know, just just wipe my cheeks for a second, and be like, Yeah, that just happened. So enough of that heavy stuff mr greg gilsing is here
6: finally figured it out <laughs>
3: better late than never we got you right you sound you good every day you sound good you got a really cool event going on up there in barry wisconsin pulling for hope talk about what you have happening
6: uh every year and i believe this was over 20 years for us uh all the competitors in badger state get together and, and donate a hook uh we raise money for the children's hospital in madison and used to be saint jude now we do the uh children's hospital in madison uh i think we all have like 115 competitors if everybody gets all their parts here a lot of people are waiting on parts and tires but everybody's hopeful they're going to have them uh we sell food beer have a good time have an auction we have a calcutta sell it we'll probably be selling the pro stock class again i believe uh well, we're gonna have you know I don't know, same thing, a lot of people there. Last year, that people that were there said it was the best show in the state last year, so uh, we'll go for that, right? Absolutely. Yep, and I think that dollar amount we ended up donating last year by the time we were said and done with everything we do uh, was around ninety-five to $97,000. Our goal is $100,000 this year.
3: Nice work. certainly admirable. My hat's off to you on that. It, for that T-shirt design, was that uh, uh, a contest deal or, or... – uh, uh, I they, they had the,
6: some of the kids at the hospital draw, draw them up and we've okay. used them. We pick one every year and, and kind of use it. Well, I like Your detachable that. steering wheel looks awesome
2: there, Greg. That It is. Uh, that, that's, yeah. uh, it wasn't locked on. It must not have been there. No, right? not at all. You're <laughs> driving with the brakes on that pass. <laughs> that's
3: right. That's right. Bluetooth steering shaft. It's awesome.
6: Yes. Yep. Yep.
3: No, but, we uh, can't. No, we're just, we're, we're making fun. We can't pick on the kids. I mean, it's, that's okay. cool that it's, that they're the ones who are buying that.
6: Right. It, it's really, it was neat to have them do it. You know, it's neat. You know, you're always wondering what should we do for a t shirt? Well, let's let the kids make one. Uh, one other thing we do at the children's hospital too, and every kid that goes through the hospital gets to pick a toy. They have the toy drive, you know, and one of the badger athletes pushes a cart through the hospital and they get to pick a toy tractor out of the, out of the cart. And uh, we went around and gathered them up from uh, some of the implement dealers around like McFarland's Hennessy implement, uh, Slama's Slama and Richie's all donated toys and we gathered them all up and they put them in that cart and the kids at the school or at the hospital get to pick one out every year. That's, for cool. That's yeah. really
5: cool.
6: Yep. Uh, so we just kind of, that, there, when we were there, there wasn't many toys towards agriculture, you know, in there. So I we thought we'd get something there for all the kids to at least have be in touch with a little bit.
3: It always takes a team to do something like this. Um, who's helping you make this deal go? It's not just Greg Elsing.
6: Uh, well, we got uh, Triangle Tools have been a big supporter for the, all the years uh, to, since the beginning. Uh, Premier Insurance Solutions, uh, Schultz Interstate Ag, Prairie Performance, Fair Valley Performance, GEA Farm Technologies, Hartung Brothers, and K&K John Deere Specialties are all sponsors this year. And Middleton Machine is a gold sponsor too this year. So uh, that's uh, Mike Everson, If you don't you guys don't know him, the uh, Massive Ferguson Pro Stock Schleppner. Yep. yep, yep. So uh, that and you know all the, all the competitors and all the people we have the Sauk County Fair Board helps with helps with us now. We used to have it here in Sauk. We kind of outgrew the facility in Sauk. We moved it to Baraboo uh, and. And now we have all the classes, two tracks up there. Uh it should be a should be a great show again, I would think. Weather looks good for next week. So I don't know. We went from ten dollars to fifteen dollars at the gate this year, but kids twelve and under are still free. I think uh,
3: they're uh, based on the class list, I'd say even for fifteen bucks, you're gonna get one heck of a show.
6: You are, yeah. Like I said, 120 hooks. We had it done in three hours last year. So that's
3: moving. That's yeah, impressive. It is.
6: yep we went there was a vehicle going down the track every minute and a half
3: wow you so so next so next week we're going to invite you back on and we're going to have a track prep clinic because we're going to teach all the other promoters out there how to do this well you know if
6: you're going to see 60 tractors or 40 tractors whatever you're going to see at an event you just want to go there and see it you don't need to drag it out between vehicles i mean if you're going to see 40 tractors you'd rather see them in an hour and a half than three hours right
3: Yep, you know, that's I've always
6: been our philosophy, and and then the promoters like it too because you get them back out, and if it's a fair, they get back out in the fairs and, uh, yeah. and something else. They have time to do it, and and it's not boring. Then you know, kids get bored; they don't want to go back to it.
3: Yep, I get you. Yep, so that's always
6: been our for thirty years our philosophy. I guess mine, my wife Kelly, my wife's and mine. So uh, that's that's how we've always done it, I and the competitors like it too because they want to go there, get done, and be. You know, get home a lot of times it's a weeknight. You know, know, some guys have two, three-hour drive home. They don't want to do it at 2 in the morning.
3: Yeah. Greg,
2: are you guys guys running lasers on those sleds, or are you guys running GPS?
3: Uh,
6: We run a laser, but uh, we sent our laser to get fixed at the end of the season last year, and we still do not have the parts for it. So we might be running the GPS boxes this year until we get something. We can't even buy a new laser right now. So we're looking all over for it. But uh, I think we borrowed one from somebody. Uh, I think we're going to be good if, if everything works out right. That was a big, big hustle today to just borrow some runs because we were told that we were going to get it back and it never happened. But, uh, you, you know, it's just,
3: just just as an aside on on that conversation, we talk about, and it's, it's, a, it's a current conversation on a certain website. I'm not going to go there, but we talk about how to, how to enhance the show. I'm fine with laser being the measurement device, but there's a lot of sleds out there that still have the GPS system on. My suggestion is turn it on. Let us know in the tower as announcers what the ground speed is. Give us another thing to talk about. Let us differentiate what's going on with a certain run with some actual data. I think it only helps the show. Well, I, think, I think we're trying to get ours hooked up from the
6: sled to our video board. Uh, That'd be cool working on that. So uh, if we can make that happen, that'd be great. And, you know, you can talk about it too, as an announcer
3: up there. Yeah. The more, the more we've got to go on and and what we can reference is just right. Personally. I mean, I, you know, everybody's different, but me personally, that's something I key on. I pay attention to, and I can start drawing comparisons between guys and making inferences and just trying to educate the crowd and make them smarter about what they're seeing.
6: Right. Right. And yep. And a lot of, you know, a lot of guys
3: get, don't think that the
6: GPS is not as accurate, but I bet you most of every time we've kept track of both, I mean, they might not be the same exact measurements, but the placings come in the same.
3: Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Like if, if we're, if we're going to go with laser and that's going to be the, the the gospel as far as the distance goes, that's cool. I I got no problem with it. It's just, it's, it's another tool we have in the, in the drawer that we can make use of and, and give us something to talk about, I guess, I guess is my point.
6: And it's, and, and with the laser, if you don't have it there, sometimes it's easier. You're sure to help anyways. It's one less guy you have to come up with.
3: Yes. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. The
6: sled operator's got it all set up in there anyways, and he doesn't charge you for it.
3: Yeah. Potentially it's even two less people. You know, nobody on the laser and nobody upstairs having to take that radio call because I don't wear headsets when I'm announcing. Sorry, no, never, not going to happen.
0: Right. You can't. <laughs> you you got to hear what's going on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: This is, this is where I can chime in. So like
5: from the GPS side, depending on the reception that they're using, uh, I know uh, like the Outlaws are full on with the GPS and they've ran laser against GPS and it's spot on all year long. And they went to that because of that. It just makes it so much faster. They've got the announcers have everything right in the stands. They're up in the announcer stand and it, it makes a world of difference. And you don't have yeah. to worry about where's my laser getting fixed.
6: Right. Right. I agree with you. And and they're not cheap. I mean, them lasers are anywhere from $4,000 to $9,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I I like the GPS. It eliminates one person, you know, for sure. Yep. That you have to come up with and more and more equipment to drag around. But uh, some people just can't get over. they, They don't agree with it. You know how it goes.
2: Yep. But they'll plant their crops with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
6: I'm trusted. For yeah, that. That, that but if I'm gonna
2: laugh. win a trophy that costs nineteen dollars to make, <laughs> right. oh, we better go right to the laser. I That's want right. it down to the nats' ass on detail. <laughs> right, right, I agree.
6: <laughs> but uh, back to the Children's Hospital, Lori, Lori Schultz will be there, and they'll have another story. You know, Laurie Schultz is our, our, uh, you know, our liaison basically from the Children's Hospital. She's been great to work with. And she'll have a family with a story there again for the Calcutta. And, and it was, uh, you know, last year with the Wildmans, it was a big deal for our club to do that when we had a member that actually, had, you know, had, had had a family member there. So uh, it, it, it was good. And uh, we'll do it again. I mean, if you ask everybody in the stands, uh, do you know anybody personally that's been to the Children's Hospital? Almost everybody in the stands will stand up. Everybody knows somebody yep. that's come there for free care. Yep, 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 hundred yep. percent. So it's a great deal. They have, I mean, what some of the money I know we've donated is bought an incubator for babies, and then there's uh, there's a room there called the Badger State Tractor Pullers Room. There's a room dedicated to uh, in, in our name there. So that's cool. That's yeah. very neat.
0: Yeah.
6: So we're come we're, we're approaching that million dollar sponsorship for them, and like I said, the first half of the you know, we used to do the St. Jude's, and now we kind of switched to the because it's more local the you know the American family Children's Hospital. So I hope we can get everybody out there and, and make it just the same success as it was last year. That was great.
3: I love it. I hope you guys have a successful event and I hope the weather the hope the weather's awesome, and you guys can get the full program in because because of what it means, you know it's not a, not just about the pullers in this one. This is a uh, this is something that's for the kids. So right. really, uh, wish good things for you guys with this deal. Thank you, thank you. Uh, even you know, guys that bid on the Calcutta, if if
6: and last year they said, well, we just want to give the money we bid anyways, even if they don't get a tractor bought, you can still they. We've had people go up and write a check and just and yep. do it. It's it's a great deal. So good. who do you
2: guys have uh, handled the Calcutta? Who who uh, calls Strandly- the numbers?
6: Well, Strandley usually does calls the numbers. Uh, we we try to get Gavin Brothers up there as auctioneers, but they have an auction they taste, so they can't do it. But uh, if if anybody wants to come up and be an auctioneer for that time, that'd be great. So,
3: we, but, we know uh, some people. There's some people who watch this. We might be able to yep. hook you up.
6: Yep. We uh, yeah, you know, we'll handle it either way. But uh, sometimes an auctioneer helps. You know, absolutely. So, and then there's most of our staff goes out there and then calls, you know, the people in the crowd. I think we had $17,000 last year in the Calcutta. And uh, Ryan Coates bought Brandon Coates' tractor, and he won there, and he donated the, his winnings back to it and gave the gave money back
3: last year. So that was You a know, good in in events of this type, we see that a lot. And they, the guys don't have to do it, but it's certainly so respected when they do. Yep. Yes, it is. And appreciated too. Yep. Yep. So uh,
6: it's all a good thing. So is that New Holland ready to rock or what? Well, we just left down there. Uh, There's six tractors in the shop we were at waiting for fuel and air. So supposed to be coming on a pallet Wednesday.
2: Okay. It's
6: getting close, right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, hopefully we can get them all done and get them all out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's going to be kind of a small pro stock class if you don't. Right,
6: right. Yep, it will be. But uh, it is what it is. What do you do?
2: Yeah, exactly.
6: Yep. So we're working on it. We were there all weekend. The motor showed up Friday, so uh, put it in, and now it's kind of waiting on that. So so a few other ones. You know. So another thing is tires. Tires are an issue too. Yeah. Much about that. They don't have cord to make the tires. I've, I've been told. So
3: it doesn't surprise me one bit to hear that story.
6: Yep. Yep.
3: So same all over.
6: It is same with everything, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
6: All right. You guys have anything else? Or
2: let me yeah, I got one, one for you because I've never asked you this question.
0: What's yeah, that? do it.
2: Uh, if you could steal the keys, so to speak, to any pulling vehicle, past or present. Uh, what would you take the keys to and where would you pull it and why? I already have the keys with my tractor.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Give me something else. I know you already have, you already have a rock and roll ride.
6: No, I don't know. I never really thought about it much. Uh, I'd like to get on a, one of, uh, a, a four engine mod, uh, somewhere. I don't know who's, but I think that'd be fun or a mini rod. A mini rod would be a wild ride. That'd be fun. I guess anybody's, right? Well, I imagine we—I imagine
2: between the, what, there's five of us, six of us on this call? Between the six of us, I think we know enough people we could probably make that happen if you can convince them that you're not a liability.
6: Well, I let Stacy Butson drive my tractor one time, and I was supposed to drive his mini rod, but I couldn't, I didn't fit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right.
3: Stacy, yeah. we got to get out the cage stretcher. We got to make this work
6: right. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess I don't really have a name of anybody that I've thought of, but I, I'd have to have a little think, thinking about that if I got to pick one. Well, I'll it run might into sometime. I'll run into you sometime. Think about it when you're in the cab sometime. It, it might be one of Blackburn's heavy alcohol trackers. I think that'd be pretty cool.
2: That'd be a fun ride. Did you see the ride Josh took on that thing on Friday? No, I did not. Holy did not. crap.
3: Monster. Uh, like
2: three sixty-five or some crazy thing. I mean, yeah. he took he took the sled into the next county and it was fitting to bring it home. Oh, really? That, oh, it? it was amazing. And and I mean, it's you and I have both seen Josh after he makes good passes. Yeah. Um and he doesn't usually get you know super amped up. Even before you could, even before he had his helmet off, the the MAV TV cameras were zoomed in on him. You could tell how excited he was. Like, he, he had adrenaline
3: going. Good. Which was kind of neat.
6: Yep. You need them once in a while. It keeps you interested, right? That's right. That's Full right.
3: disclosure, Darren Hartwell and I were watching the pull in the tower at Lucas Oil while doing UCC on Friday night. Yeah. Not going to
2: lie, I wondered.
3: Yeah, we were. We were watching.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: nope. That
6: sounds like they had a pretty good pull down there, though, right?
3: yeah yeah absolutely
6: we had some of our guys down in uh, north carolina too that you know don slama won both nights down there
2: yeah don had a
6: very good weekend yeah a yeah. long haul down there they said though
3: yeah 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 so other than that i don't know well, that's it, Greg. Uh, thank you for coming on and uh, telling us about uh, the Pulling for Hope poll coming this Saturday, June eleventh, 6 p.m. Baraboo, Wisconsin, Sauk County Fairgrounds. And uh, thank you for all you do. I know it means a lot uh, to, to those kids, and, and really it's it's important to all of us, too.
6: Yep, it is. It is. We all enjoy it. We all have a lot of fun. It was voted uh, Badger State's favorite poll of the year last year, so that was a big deal, too. So by right to check. be. to Yep. Yep. So. All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Sorry it took me a little while to get this figured out, but we'll it's get all good, man. Yeah. No worries, yeah. man.
0: Thanks, Greg.
3: All right. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Yep. See you buddy. Bye. All right. Well, we're we're past our hour mark. I think that's what we're trying to hold ourselves to. Uh, going forward is the one hour deal. So
0: where's everybody off to this weekend?
3: I am going to my daughter's graduation party. For me, it's dad mode, no racing.
2: Nice. Cody and I are both headed to Farley. Yep.
0: We go to Ravenna. I'll be in Baraboo.
2: How far is Baraboo from you, Ken?
5: 25 miles.
2: So not not very far even from... Well, no, wait a second. Where... uh...
5: I'm north of the center about 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so is about 25 miles straight west of me. Or east, sorry, east. She gets a short drive. I do. Yeah.
2: Well, She doesn't know which way she's going, so it could still be the long drive. I mean, <laughs>
0: depends on which direction she turns, left or right. You know? She got demoted to dog sitter this week, too. So,
5: so
2: yeah. She has to
0: stay home, and so she's going to cover, cover Baraboo and We're going to leave Thursday night for Ravenna.
5: You got to have the short hops once in a while. I'll meet you on the road in this wave.
0: All right. (laughs) We'll make her to uh, Cedar Rapids probably Thursday night and pick Mike up and roll Friday morning. So So we actually might
2: see you on the road.
5: Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Friday morning. Yep. Depending well, I suppose depending on which way we go
2: we go over, I usually will go up thirty five and across on twenty.
5: But yeah, but if I I'll meet him on eighty probably. So depends on when they get moving. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't know what time we're leaving. We haven't discussed that yet, but that's kind of the tentative plan.
5: I, I got asked if I was going to Ravenna and got offered a ride in the airplane to go up and around Ravenna when I was there. So don't I'm asking. Oh yeah, I was I was kind of a bummed when I already committed to going to Farley. So
0: nice.
2: Yeah, and you kind of made an all-or-nothing decision there. So I mean, if if something didn't work out in in, in Farley, and we had to bail, um, yeah. we're a long ways from Ravenna at that point.
0: It says yeah. it's nine hours for us, so I'm gonna figure ten with the truck. Yeah, time we get to. Get the tractor.
5: Well, I'm going from the southwest corner of the state to the northeast corner of the state, so it's it's whatever. It's it's about an hour, a little over an hour shorter if I went to Ravenna. But I've yet to see mini rods, so. Right. Uh, really?
3: Make- You've never
5: seen minis? You're <laughs> <No. Wow.
3: laughs> ready. Just,
5: wait, there's Get ready. not much. You got to consider on the western side of the state. There's not a whole lot of mini rods running anywhere. So.
3: Yeah, that's true. They don't,
5: they don't have them at Louisville and, and some of the other places. So um.
3: that's that's true. Get ready for a show, man. You're going to see something. It's awesome.
5: Yeah. So I'm excited I'm, for that. So I'm going to make a point of
3: introducing you know, him to Dusty. Be- yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to be jealous that I'm going to be jealous that I cannot be there for that. Not really. It's my daughter's graduation. Never mind. No, you shouldn't be, but yeah. But
2: you guys will have a good time. Always do. It's one of my favorite places to shoot. Especially if Dusty's dad comes, you're going to have a really great time. I've only, I think I've only met him once and it was very, very briefly. So I didn't really, I didn't really get the full Dusty's old man experience. <laughs> but he's I'm cool. told that it's something of legend.
3: It's it is a legend. He's 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 great. I won't spoil awesome. the surprise.
2: Awesome. And I guess since we're talking about him, we really ought to say happy birthday to the guy. It's his
3: birthday today. Yeah, it is. It's his, his birthday today. birthday, Dusty Price. And no, we're not going to start doing birthday shoutouts on this show. No, we're here all night. <laughs> no. Jeez.
2: I Although we could set up a Venmo for that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take a lot of money. <laughs> it takes a lot of money to fill the tanks in these cars and trucks that we drive to these events. Yeah, that's
3: true. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, for $150 per shout-out, <laughs> we'll set up a Venmo for you.
5: Does <laughs> that filling your car or my truck? Because it's a little bit different the price there.
0: No, no, James, nobody's going to yeah, From our group, at least.
2: Nope, James, you're the man on the street. We're going to be relying on you. It
3: ain't easy being Geezy. Come on with it.
2: But, no, it's, it'll be a good time. It'll be uh, it'll be a fun show in Farley. It usually is. Um, and uh, so, and then from there, I have no idea where I'm headed
5: next. I think mine... Next after Farley will be Mound City, maybe.
3: Yep. Next week I will be uh, at uh, what is an old event, but new on the schedule that it's on. I'll be at Blanchard, Michigan for uh, uh, a two-night hook, NTPA Region 2, two weeks from now. So that's been it's been on the calendar for a while. It's been a, a Central Michigan poll, and, and now they stepped up. Mountain
5: City is in two weeks the 25th.
0: Yeah, of course. 24th, 25th. We're doing Hutchinson next week on Friday, and Arlington, Nebraska, I believe, on Saturday night. Then yep. Toma. The following weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Manila, Iowa, on Saturday.
5: So. And Adam, if uh, if the weather's good, that's a show you would enjoy. Mountain city.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very much so.
3: All right, guys. You I'm. I'm officially out of gas. Nice job. Mm-hmm. So they're winging it.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah,
3: know. coming in late and just shooting from the hip, but I'm sick of forking it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. See you guys. All right. All right, y'all. Take care. See y'all next week. Yeah. See ya.